But you know, get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday. Three to six PM with Jawahar Sanchali, Pramod, and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six PM. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Indo-American News Radio. After that mellowness from Jyoti, that put us all in the right mood. Best, even by her standards. This is Sridhar sitting in for Sanchali, and, and I'm Pramod. And, and Sitting in for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which he always does. <laughs> where, where there's Jyoti, there's Pramod. Yes. Absolutely. That's the light of his life. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the light at the end of the tunnel now. That's why I said that. It was not a coincidence. <laughs> so, as I said, all that mellowness makes us feel like we should... It's just the right time of year. It's getting a little cold now. All we need is... Chestnuts and the roasting on the fire. Wow. Well, yeah, that's coming a little different yeah. skill showing up here on the radio today. <laughs> <laughs> it's Diwali time, and I have a, a very interesting uh, record that was set. Oh, really? What is yeah. that? Ayodhya set a new Guinness World Record, lighting 22.23 lakh diyas on Diwali Eve. Well, for those wow. those who do not know what a, a lakh yeah. is, how much is 22 it's lakh? It's like 2,223,000. Wow. That's huge. Diaz? Not, not, not real diaz. No, these are earthen lamps. Earthen lamps. Get out of here. Yeah. Across 51 ghats. My God, they must have had 10,000 people doing this. Yeah, I'm sure. Keep the economy going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is all volunteers. They don't get paid. They only no, get paid. No, somebody's making it and selling yeah, it, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, the, the people making diyas, yeah. I'm sure they're making some money. So the earthen diyas are usually made by villagers anyway. Those yeah. Which is a very good thing, I guess. Right, yeah. and the oil and so on and so forth. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a wonderful uh, statistic to know. Yeah. And uh, another statistic to know is that our this show is 20, it's our 45th show oh, okay. for the year. We've got another eight shows to All go. All right, eight more to go. Eight more to go, and, and we hope that you enjoy what you're hearing because we certainly enjoy coming over here. At least I think we do. No. Oh. <laughs> well, some of us drive 20 miles and some 40 miles to come here. To That's true. No, you, you guys out there in Radio Land are the reason we, we keep on doing this. We love to bring the news to you. We want to keep you informed, and we hope that you, by keeping you informed, you make good decisions like you did on the election last week. Whatever the decisions were, they got made. Uh, one of the, I just wanted to let you know, since we're talking about that, that um, of all the propositions that, that were on the ballot, 
Harris County state, local KI, uh, school districts. Every single All one of them, them passed, passed, except for one. Yeah. Which one? Uh, but the retirement age of judges. Right. It, to increase okay. the retirement age of judges to 79 failed. But is that <laughs> a contentious issue then? No, there's no contention. <laughs> they don't want, uh, we do not want old judges. We don't want judges w coming to work on wa with walkers. Okay, well, fair <laughs> enough. You know, uh, Jawahar, I love to thank the show mm -hmm. for us going through all the propositions last week. Right. Yeah. I was able to answer questions to my own children oh, who okay. decided then to go and vote. So, so two extra right. votes came out of the show. Well, that's good. That's good. Other people prop, uh, pr uh, propositions do you too? <laughs> <laughs> I forwarded the, the, the propositions and all that to the communities I knew. Okay, yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. But yeah, that that is interesting that that ha that happened. But now we do know the city uh, elections are in runoff. Yeah, there are like uh, seven or eight city elections. Yeah, controller, uh, mayor, 16. controller, mayor, uh, city. There are four city council seats. And uh, mm. some more. I'm surprised yeah. the controller one came for a runoff. No, yeah. I'm not surprised. What I was surprised was Orlando Sanchez running again. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess I was just a little blindsided. I guess he still has some name recognition. I don't. I didn't particularly vote for him. I voted for Chris I Hollins. Know, but there are Me other too. people who voted for him. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. But uh, we have, uh, and the governor is once again, since we're on politics right now, governor is once again threatening. He hasn't threatened. He's going to do it. Fourth special session for school vouchers. He wants those damn school vouchers regardless of whatever anyone else wants because two Texas billionaires are the ones who want it. Mm. You know, I'm a little bit mixed on that whole thing. I don't know where to position my uh, stance on that. It, it's it, both sides have flaws in it. I don't know, and the the public school system has failed in the city of Houston. Well, but, without a doubt. But the, the city of Houston is not the only school district that would that, fail. That's why it. I'm having mixed opinions. This is statewide, statewide, right. which is it's a wrong thing with ten thousand four hundred dollars worth of vouchers given to each student. Yeah. So a family of two or of four, let's say, four with two kids. You get $21,000. Would that help bring up more charter schools? Yeah, that and also the parochial schools. Right. The religious schools. It's that will also be them. there. Yeah. But charter schools also will see more participation. But that's not necessarily a good thing. No. You know, in I told you the story of what happened in Mobile, Mobile Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Yeah. When they did this years ago, decades ago, the school districts all f started to fail. Because mm. there wasn't any funding for a lot of um, stuff. Yeah, that could be a factor. Okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, well, we got way off track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're ready for the lineup. Yes. And right. uh, Sridhar, are you ready for the lineup? You yes. want to put on your best Sanchali accent? Oh, my God. That, that's, that's a tough one to follow. <laughs> Sanchali's voice is pretty good and deep. I, ca I can't get anywhere close. But anyway, today's lineup that we have for 4 to 6 p.m. This is Sridhar Kota sitting in for Sanchali and Basu. This, and this is for November the 11th. For November the 11th, 2023. Don't forget, we're on podcast too afterwards, so that everyone needs to listen to this later. Here's the guest lineup for Saturday, November 11th, 2023, from 4 to 6 p.m. CST on Indo-American News, a production of Indo-American News. 
We are on 98.7 FM and you can also listen on the Masala Radio app, www.masalaradio.com. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 8,000 hits. Support the show. To receive new podcasts, select follow follow on our Spotify and give us a five-star rating. That will get us higher, higher ad clicks. All right, going uh, towards the agenda for today at 4.20 p.m., we are once again joined by our monthly guest from the Harris County District Attorney's Office. And today we feature Assistant District Attorney Christina Glenn who is responsible for criminal enforcement of environmental cases involving air, water, hazardous waste, and solid waste violations. She will share with us how these crimes are prosecuted and what the penalties are. At 5 p.m., when Sam and Omana Abraham arrived in the U.S. in 1973 to do their further studies, they had no intention of staying, but destiny intervened. Instead, they started a rug import company that grew into Abraham's Oriental Rugs, which will celebrate 50 years next year. We will talk with this delightful couple about their business and how to buy and care for rugs and even restore them. At 5.20 p.m., the IIT Alumni Association of Greater Houston brings together many of the brightest of Indian minds who graduated from the Indian Institute of Technology System later immigrated to this country and are making their marks in all facets of industry in the Houston area. We hear from current president, Sarupa, Shu, uh, Sarupa Shah, or Surupa Shah, hopefully I don't kill the name. Is it S-H-A-W or S-H-A-H? Surupa Shah, about the group's planned local activities and Pan-IIT Global Conference next year in Washington, D.C., to be featured on the show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also visit our website at IndoAmerican-News.com, which gets 70,000 plus hits to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available at the Fondren Library at Rice University. And that's it for the roundup today. And okay. over, to, you, over to promote over for to his promote. Ex <laughs> exciting, exciting news to yes. promote. One of these days, Sridhar will figure it out. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, promote. <laughs> I will. I just get so focused on my phone, I forget now. I need to put sure. a line after that. <laughs> yes, that's right. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the impending government shutdown on November 17. The Moody's Financial Rate Rating Agency cited political polarization in Congress as a factor in making its decision to lower the U.S. credit rating to negative. The Republicans in the House under Speaker Johnson aim to vote Tuesday on a two-step stopgap measure. The first bill would extend funding until January 19th and would include military construction, 
Veterans Affairs, Transportation and Housing, as well as the Energy Department. The second part of the bill, which would extend funding until February 2nd, would include funding for the rest of the government. Neither bill includes additional aid for Israel or Ukraine. Meanwhile, fighting continues to rage in Gaza. Israel Defense Forces have surrounded Gaza City and are increasing aerial bombardment and attacks by ground forces to destroy the network of tunnels that are being used to hold about 200 Israeli hostages and to protect Hamas fighters. Israel is, however, seizing military activity for a couple of hours each day to allow Gaza residents to flee to southern portions of the Gaza Strip. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is saying the world leaders should be condemning Hamas after French President Emmanuel Macron urged Israel to stop bombing Gaza. In order to sway public opinion in the U.S., Israel has invited both Texas Governor Greg Abbott and California Governor Gavin Newsom to meet with victims of Hamas attacks and to hold discussions with some of the political leaders. Meeting in a special session, Texas Republicans have agreed on a plan to deport undocumented migrants and spend $1.5 billion into a border wall. The approval came despite an objection from a GOP senator, Brian Birdwell, who told the legislature that the party's border bill violates the Constitution. In last week's elections, there were several positive developments for Democrats. In Ohio, voters ensured that the right to abortion was written into the state constitution, and Democrats won majorities in both state houses of Virginia, and Democrat Andy Bashir defeated Republican incumbent Matt Bevin to become the new governor of Kentucky. In local elections, mayoral candidates John Whitmire and Sheila Jackson Lee will be competing in a runoff election to be held on Saturday, November 9th, uh, sorry, December 9th. Saturday, December 9th. Seven of the 16 council races are also going to runoffs. Among them are Mary Nan Huffman and Tony Busby in District G, and Richard Cantu and Twyla Carter will face each other for council at large District 3. In sports news, the stage is set for the semi-finals for the Cricket World Cup underway in India. India will face New Zealand on Wednesday, November 2nd. That doesn't seem right. Uh, November 15th, rather. Uh, Wednesday, November 15th in Mumbai, followed on Thursday, November 16th, with Australia facing South Africa in Calcutta. The NFL is going gaga over Houston Texans, Rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud, last Sunday in a dramatic 39-37 win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Stroud threw for a record 470 yards and five touchdowns with no interceptions. Tomorrow, the Texans will play against the Cincinnati Bengals. Finally, this afternoon, electrical vehicles are all the rage these days. Even Bucky's will be installing charging stations for electric vehicles. Our own Indo-American entrepreneur Atul Veer is also getting into the ca act by converting gas engine vehicles into EVs. Veer showed off a converted Mercedes and a Triumph TR6 EV. 
The conversion for the Triumph cost about $18,000. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. Yeah, yeah that was, um, we saw the, the converted vehicles last night. Yes. At, at uh, Atul's uh, garage, or the garage that he's been doing this at. It's quite unusual. So he's converting the gas engine to a... He took the engine out and okay. put the battery in, and put an electric motor in. Yeah, wow. And so and the and conversion now costs about eighteen thousand. But the transmission and things like that, they all stay. Well, transmission you don't need in an electric vehicle. It's That's right. Drive. So they remove the engine, the transmission, and yeah. you got four motors for the four wheels and exactly. The battery. No, no, you don't have four motors. Nope. I don't think you. I think I you have one motor. Have, yeah. And you uh, you actually use the powertrain. Oh, you do use the powertrain. Mm -hmm. okay. Because that's in, the, the in simplest. In this particular version. In this version. Oh, in this. Yeah, that's this, what I was going. That's okay. a, a conversion. You want to use as little money as you can. Okay. So, uh, but it, it's it's doable. It's just that the range is pretty limited because the weight is too high. Well, the range ah. for the vehicles that Atul is producing, it's 150 miles. Correct. Because of the weight of the vehicle. Yeah. If, if you took out the transmission, if you did all this other stuff, it'd be less... But it's a beginning. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good good choice for somebody who's sure. more interested in the environmental impact, right? You right. can convert it at and a lower on, cost. And on that note, we're going to go to our next guest who's going to be talking about environmental crimes. All right. Uh, but we'll be back, uh, folks, in a little bit. This is Indo-American News. Don't go away. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. We're back again after the station ID that we just went through. This is uh, our first guest is, is waiting on the line. She called ahead of time, and for that, we really appreciate it. Uh, we, we're listening. We're going to be joining in with uh, Christina Glenn. She serves as an assistant district attorney for the Harris County District Attorney's Office. She's responsible for criminal enforcement of environmental cases involving air, water, hazardous waste, and solid waste violations. Uh, she started a career at the Galvan uh, Galveston County District Attorney's Office in 2009. She was one of the first prosecutors in Galveston to have an environmental docket along with her trial bureau duties. She joined the Harris County District Attorney's Office in 2013 and has served in several areas including the Trial Bureau. She came to the Environmental Crime Section in 2020, where she is now the Section Chief. Christina is, uh, earned her undergrad cum laude degree in 2004 from Texas A&M University. She graduated in 2008 from Te South Texas College of Law with her Juris Doctorate during law school. Christina interned for Galveston Bay Foundation, uh, United States Coast Guard Sector Houston Galveston in the IO unit, 
and also for the Harris County District Attorney's Office in the Environmental Crime Section. She has also served as an instructor for classes in, in Texas Environmental Law Enforcement Association and the Southern Environmental Inf Enforcement Network training. But there is a fun fact which uh, is, is interesting. Christina participated as a boxer in the 2011 Galveston County Battle of the Badges fundraiser. So folks out there, the lesson from this is don't mess with Christina. <laughs> so Christina, did you land a good punch at that time? Yes, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyone who's doing these bad, bad acts about environmental crimes and destroying the environment, they should know that uh, who's that? Who was the Clint Eastwood character? He said, "Dirty Harry." Dirty Harry. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> We got Christina, but she's not dirty. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christina, it's so good to have you with us. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, certainly, and uh, thank you for taking the time on this uh, this Saturday afternoon to be with us. It's obviously a nice Saturday evening, uh, cool enough to, yeah. to go out and about, and hopefully you can go out to some Diwali celebrations. You know, we guys are all celebrating Diwali right now. Yes. Are you familiar with the festival? Uh, yes, a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, the one fun fact about our Diwali festival, when we have fireworks, we destroy the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Although last night's event was without too much, uh, too much of pollution or uh, fireworks. But no, no, that was at the rise. Yes, so indoor. But you, yeah, you can't do anything there. But exactly. But just, to, uh, just so that you know, in New Delhi, when, uh, during Diwali time, the three or four days of Diwali, they have so many fireworks going on. It's like, uh, you know, the Ukrainian-Russian uh, war going on. And there's, there's, there's so much pollution, so much smoke, so much smell, you can hardly breathe. So, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You would have a terrific time there. And like the Ukrainian war, do, <laughs> does anybody clean up after that as well, I hope? <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the way, on the subject matter of uh, the Ukrainian war, you know, uh, Donald Trump is on record as saying that if he went, if he became president, he could stop the war in 24 hours. You remember oh, reading really? that? He said that. Zelensky said, what? I'll talk to you for 24 minutes. I'll tell you why not. But, <laughs> but I have a solution that would work. So if for every bomb that is lobbed, it's 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds, whatever. For every bomb that's lobbed, put a fine on there for the carbon emission. Great idea. So, you know, put a million dollar fine on every bomb that's lobbed and you'll, you'll see, well, how are we going to collect the money? I don't know. From the bomb, <laughs> from the bomb manufacturer yeah. who's making money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Christina, everyone knows what murder and robbery are, of course, but our listeners might be less clear on environmental crimes unless perhaps they think of a large-scale oil spill. They may be surprised to hear that the DA prosecutes things like that. So tell us, what kind of offenses are considered environmental crime and what types of cases are most common? We prosecute crimes that fall under several different codes, and these are crimes that are a threat to public health and public safety. They range anywhere from fish kill 
from small businesses ignoring the rules about proper disposal of motor oil, junkyards making neighbors sick from the fumes in the air, trash clogging up our ditches, which caused flooding, hazardous waste dumped into storm drains near elementary schools, and even deadly explosions. All these crimes can cause harm and even death to people and animals. And these cases range from misdemeanors to felonies and can be brought against individuals or even big corporations. So can you give an example of a common thing that you see that people don't think it is an environmental crime, but... But it is. But it is. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the common ones would be like water pollution or used oh. oil violations where businesses allow pollutants to get into our waterways. What, what about discarding used tires? that too <laughs> uh-huh. that's definitely a big problem in harris county right right so uh, and, and you usually people should use that go go to the dumps and dump it in the in, in the public waste dump no 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 tires no. are disposed of by the tire per the person who changes your tires right like, like they, they discount tires they, they collect a fee for this right yes. christina so uh, tires, batteries, um, stuff Elec- like that. Electronic components, old laptops. Yeah. No, but but th- that is an interesting thing. Do you actually have someone who's actually monitoring electronic waste? Not specifically, um, but we do come across it. Okay. So uh, what happens, how can you identify who the culprit is for any of these things? Right now, Precinct 1 and HPD, Houston Police Department, they do have cameras around the county. And so that's definitely one way that we're able to identify the offenders. Ah, okay. Okay. And do they get prosecuted in these kinds of uh, situations about penalties imposed? Yes. And and so, uh, what kind of state laws are there to prosecute these violations, or, or, or federal laws? Well, federal laws are under the EPA and DOJ, and sometimes we can have simultaneous cases with the same incident. And Texas has adopted some of the federal environmental codes, um, but in Texas, our primary laws that we prosecute under are under the Texas Water Code and Health and Safety Code. Oh, okay. We also, you know, prosecute crimes under the penal code too and the administrative code. So we do a little bit of everything. So Christina, this is uh, th- these acts happen all day throughout the state. Many of them not knowing. Uh, is there and, and there's always an economic uh, cost to prosecuting and penalizing, finding. Uh, these crimes, right? What, what kind of thresholds do you all operate in to be actually taking legal action on uh, crime, environmental crime? Well, we prosecute anywhere from a Class C citation, which is filed in a JP court, all the way up to, you know, up to 30 years in prison or more. So it just really depends on the offense. And the fines can go up to $1.5 million, depending oh, wow. on what the charge is. Yeah. So, Christina, so we do, can you a tell us? Yeah, uh, Christina, can you tell us uh, some uh, major uh, lawsuits that uh, you guys have filed uh, in recent years? Um, we filed anything from outdoor burning to water pollution to hazardous waste pollution. So we've done it all. 
Oh, okay. But is there anything that sticks out, like a, a major polluter, for example? Um, the a lot of them are, and I don't. I'm not going to list any specific names okay. right now. But a lot of the defendants are business owners, or okay. even the people who you actually go to to pay to clean up an industrial site, uh -huh. and instead of properly disposing it like they should, they'll go and dump it in a ditch. Right. Right. So, so how how do how do you go about reporting something like this? If I see my neighbor doing something funny, for example. Well, there's a couple of different ways. You can call your local law enforcement. Um, and like I said earlier, Precinct 1 has a group that specifically investigates environmental crimes, and so does Houston Police Department. Um, you can also report it to the Harris County Environmental Crime tip line. Uh -huh. And that phone number is 832-927-1567, or residents can call in to Crime Stoppers. That's 713-222-TIPS, T-I-P-S. Okay, so, but Crime Stoppers deals with a lot more uh, serious crimes, I suppose, like homicides and stuff, or thefts, or, you know, uh, people being assaulted and so on. This would be way down their, their, their you know, priority list, would it not? Well, they can direct it to the people who are able to investigate these crimes. I see. Okay. So, um, uh, Christina, my, my, I'm a, a father of two young adults in their early 20s. They're all more environmentally conscious than us, uh, I have to admit, and they're very proactive. Uh, just in the interest of folks who are listening, I would like to repeat the four ways people can report these crimes. One is calling the Precinct 1 constable. Second is HPD. And third is the Harris County uh, 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 phone connection for this, 832-927-1567. And also Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS. Right. Those, those are good numbers to have, yep. and we should save them somewhere along the way. Because if you do see this, um, do you, do you, I suppose you should take a picture, you should take some evidence that this thing is happening and then pass it on to these people. That it yes, that's definitely helpful. Does it eventually come to the DA's office? Does it, do you actually yes. see this at one point? Yes. So, and, and, and would the person who's reporting it get involved? I mean, obviously you have to testify or something like that. If a case is set for trial, yes, a person may be called to testify. Um, but definitely the prosecutor in the case would contact that person and keep them updated and let them know what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest environmental p polluters I see are uh, you know, vehicles on the highways that are spewing so much uh, smoke, uh, black smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know what uh, category that falls under. A violation of the Clean Air Act, and oh, okay. Texas has adopted similar statutes. Oh, I see. So you, one can report um, such a vehicle? Yes, to the same numbers. Okay. Um, uh, Christina, we, we had so many floods in our city, and after floods there was so much of reconstruction, and part of uh, the most important thing in any reconstruction is paints. Our paint cans being put in trash cans, is that considered an environmental pollution? It depends on clearly how much. I mean, there's definitely other ways. Like, you can contact the city 
dump sites for proper disposal of those things. Well, yeah, you know, the, gar the garbage guys, they won't pick up the paint cans because they, they, they're not set up to dispose of it in the landfill. Right. right. It yeah. is some right. kind of environmental pollution. Then well, yeah, you, but if yeah. you stick them out, they won't, they won't pick it up. Pick it up, All right. So there are two or three at least sites that I know of, one in the southwest at uh, the Beltway and uh, 59 that the city has for environmental uh, disposal. Yep. Another one is West Park uh, uh, at Chimney Rock, and there's one on South Post Oak. But they're, they're, f they're, far, they're few and far in between. I mean, you really have to e make a conscious effort to go and do it. Right. It, yes, you do. Yeah. So why is that? Why is that the, that it makes it every? It's so difficult to be a good environmental citizen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very very good question. That's a and philosophical question a with no answer. <laughs> <laughs> Driven by budgets. Yeah. No, no, but but they ought to be able to collect it a little bit more. Uh, otherwise, what you what do you do? I mean, I've got lots of paint cans in my garage. Exactly. I know. But is that even yeah. a question being addressed, or is that in a stalemate kind of situation, considering it's the on cost? A case by case, uh, case by case situation. Okay. So, w what would be the fine if I were to take and and do something like this, some deadly environmental crime? What, what, you already well, said it could go up to one point five million dollars, but paint cans, for example. No, that would definitely not be the one point five million dollar range. So anywhere between the Class B citations or a Class B misdemeanor, Class A misdemeanor, or one of the hybrids that's somewhere in between, and depending so on volume and specifically what we're able to test and prove. Yeah, what would might be a good solution is for us um, uh, individual homeowners mm -hmm. to take these cans to the local stores like Sherwin-Williams, and even if they collect a disposal fee, that would be okay. That's a right. good idea, yeah, because they're all around the city. You don't need to go to West Park or to the mm -hmm. 59 in Beltway 8, right? You have one paint store in every corner. Yeah. R I don't know if they do that. They don't, but we should have some legislation. That's something we can suggest for Christina, right, to that enforce it on the paint distribution companies. Maybe this should be – maybe this should well, be – go ahead, Christina. This past legislative session, we did actually help to support a uh, Senate bill that was actually passed. And this kind of addresses to an issue that you brought up earlier with the tire dumping. Mm -hmm. So um, the new legislation will make it easier to prosecute businesses who go out and hire other individuals to dump these tires for them. So that way... Um, it just makes it much easier to go after the person who's truly causing it versus the people that they're hiring. But is it specifically for tires? Not specifically for tires, but that is definitely an area where we can use this new legislation. So in other words, by extension, you could do something else? Yes. Uh, so and, and when does this Senate bill uh, come into force? It already came into action September 1st. Ah, I need so, Christina, yeah, uh, as you can see from our questions, we all are so curious to help the cause that you fight for, which is a better environment for us, right? And yeah. uh, what kind of awareness campaigns exist for the folks to be aware that they, they are potentially committing crimes when they do this? Um, 
I mean, and a lot of it, too, is you can do Internet research. If there's something that you're debating whether or not you're allowed to do, you can always go to the Internet and check to see if there's anything special you're supposed to be doing with that particular item. Mm -hmm. So it's still on a voluntary uh, self-interest situation kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the reason I say that is one time uh, in the city, there was um, a city of Houston had organized a recycling program booth. We went, I forget mm-hmm. the exact name of it, and it was very informative. We had a quiz, we took questions, and learned a lot, and they even had an app uh, that was related to, uh, I think it was waste disposal or uh, recycling-related mm-hmm. uh, uh, activities. Oh, okay. And some incentives for people to reduce waste would also be helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, and go ahead. Oh, in a way that our office is helping that area as well is um, we have the clean and green program Uh where people who are charged most often with illegal dumping instead of having a conviction on their record this enables them to do a form of community service where they go out and they pick up trash and they clean up our bayous our waterways our ditches and we have actually partnered up with texas conservation corps um, american youth works and they have crew supervisors who are out there with the participants that actually teaches them why it's so important to clean up and take care of our environment. Awesome. Hopefully they have a, a, a shirt color that they have to wear to be identified. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Hey, so Christina, Christina, uh, <laughs> let me interrupt you real quick. We're going to go to a quick uh, commercial break. We'll be right back, so don't go away. All right. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Raja or Maharaja mein fark kya hai? Maharaja wo hai jo kabhi kisi ke samne jhukta nahi. Or Maharaja Jewelers is one that never surrenders on quality. You will find the most flawless diamonds at very affordable prices every day. Aziz and Sumaya wishes everyone happy Diwali. Happy Diwali. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Maharaja bringing diamonds to life. लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हूँ जिंदगी को कहूँ जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7134806776 ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ शादी की बारात निकलने वाली और फुल दो घंटे डांसिंग चलेगा लेकिन ये सारे वीडियोस शूट करने के लिए मेरी फोन की बैटरी चलेगी या नहीं शादी में फोन की बैटरी चले ना चले लेकिन शादी में महाराजा के हीरे हमेशा चलेंगे वो शादी ही क्या जिसमें महाराजा के हीरे ना हो सेलिब्रेट वेडिंग्स विद महाराजा 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7134806776 ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ सुने हाथों को कितना सुंदर कर गई देखो मेरी उंगलियां कैसे सवर गई 
मुझे आज तक जो कोई कैद नहीं कर सका वो काम ये हीरे की अंगूठी कर गई। लेट द लव शाइन फॉरएवर। डायमंड एंगेजमेंट रिंग्स बाय महाराजा ज्वेलर्स। फाइव एट टू वन हिलक्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ। Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. ChandrikaMasala.com. 713-789-3088. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks, and we are talking to Christina Glenn, who is going to make you feel better about what you can do for the environment by making sure, <laughs> making sure that you actually tell on your neighbors. <laughs> Be careful who you pick on. <laughs> But Christina, what do you think are the most commonly reported environmental crimes? The most common reported are illegal dumping. Oh, once again, illegal dumping of everything on vacant lots. I think, right? Yes, all different areas, all over the county, um, ditches, empty lots, all over. So, um, and we're not talking about just tires. We're talking about uh, batteries. We, we we have empty refrigerators, mattresses, sofas, yes. all this stuff. Yeah. You know, this goes yeah. on in in where I come from in New Delhi. <laughs> There are areas <laughs> where this happens. <laughs> in registered places, uh, Christina. I have a question, slightly different. Going at a uh, at an overview of uh, environment, I know you all prosecute, uh, or I understand you all prosecute uh, or criminal enforcement of environmental cases. But does your uh, team and group work with other teams with the city of Houston to preserve? the environment and improve such as i'm just reading an article which says a pond in hawaii has turned completely pink because of the extreme drought and there are concerns about how much marine life is going to get destroyed as a result of it and things like that does your uh, department work with other groups in the city to preserve environment well with the district attorney's office our main focus is prosecution Okay. Um, but we definitely, you know, help out and do what we can with. There's several nonprofit organizations in this in this area that focus on that. Okay. So, in other words, you partnership with nonprofits to actually take care of the 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 kind of things that you just mentioned. Right. Right. Like the example for the clean and green diversion program, we partnered with Texas Conservation Corps. So there are instances like that. Clean and green—that's where you have these um, people who are doing mis who, who community service, right? That's that's the one you're talking about. Yes, when people are arrested and charged with primarily with illegal dumping, 
Um, any other nonviolent offenders can also participate in this program. And like I said before, instead of having a conviction on your record, they go out and they pick up trash in our community for a day. Uh-huh. And so therefore, uh, in an environmental case, you might be able to avoid jail or prison time if you do something like this. And then you Correct. end up b being on probation, basically. Not really probation. Uh, it's a diversion program, so the case would be dismissed once it's completed. So it's a different form of probation. So, Christina, let's say somebody commits a crime like this and you prosecute and uh, there is a financial uh, fine levied or whatever the outcome of it is, then who takes care of the remedial action for that act? Do you work with other city departments that go about fixing the problem that has been created and somebody was penalized? Yes. Uh, there are definitely several cases where they do have to go out and remediate. Sometimes we work with the offenders we and they um, are on some sort of probation or a pretrial diversion program where part of that agreement is for them to go out and hire a professional third-party contractor to come out and clean their property and make sure everything is properly remediated. Um, and you know, also, too, different city agencies will have to come in and clean up and respond to calls, um, especially the hazmat teams. So there's definitely different scenarios, and when it is legally possible, we do try to recover those. Right. Costs. So the, the, economic, the economics of communities come into play here, where the more affluent communities probably get attended to. Does that happen across the board in all parts of Houston, regardless of the economic demographics? We try to, to help protect as much of the community as we can. Uh, Christina, okay. what more could either the Texas legislature or Harris County residents do to help your um, uh, cases? Well, definitely, like I mentioned earlier, just this past session, we were able to get a bill passed that's going to help enable us to prosecute business owners who purposely violate the law. And like you mentioned earlier, residents can help out by, if you see somebody committing a crime, call one of those numbers that we mentioned earlier, and that definitely helps. The, the two numbers being Crime Stoppers, which is 713-222-TIPS, and the other one was for Harris County... 832-927-1567. But that's Harris County what? Harris Environmental Crime. Environmental Crime. Zip line. Okay. All right. Uh, so, has do you know whether uh, d there do you have any statistics whether people are actually doing that? That are actually reporting. Mm -hmm. I don't have specific numbers on that, but right now we do have about 530 pending environmental cases, oh, wow. and of those, 350 of them are illegal dumping cases. Okay, that's good to know. Yes, okay. and that's across the county. Correct. Okay. And in, in your department, are you the only Lone Ranger in this, or do you have other people? No. Uh, there's actually three attorneys total, a paralegal and an admin. Oh. And we also work really closely with other agencies. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we are actually, I've just been told that we're almost out of time. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Christina, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, once again, we've been talking to Christina Glenn about um, who's the uh, assistant district attorney for
for uh, who deals with environmental crimes, and uh, she is. Uh, she told us that if you want to report a crime that's happened, or you see an environmental crime that's happened, call the Harris County Envi Environmental Crime Tip Line, eight three two nine two seven one five six seven, or uh, the uh, the the other number is for uh, for. Seven one three two 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 tips. Right, that's the crime, crime stoppers stopper. number. Right, right, right. And folks, well, uh, Christina, thank you so much. And uh, by the way, um, uh, we would love to know more about your other uh, community outreach efforts, so that if there are some people within our community that want to do something about this, they can. Yeah, and and yeah. your uh, fighting abilities and your score. <laughs> <laughs> It was very informative, Christina. Thank you. <laughs> you. Well, thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Uh, so that was great. Christina is uh, is uh, full of good uh, information. And uh, we are now going to be going to our little, s a little break here for a little while. We're going to be going to... Our next guest, who, who hopefully will be walking in the door very shortly. Oh, are they walking in? They are walking in. Hopefully they're walking in. I need to call them. Uh, but uh, meanwhile, uh, I wanted to point out to you guys something that's um, interesting for those people who are retired, who are on Social Security. Social Security is going to give you a, tr a cola, not a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Just a cola. A Cost cola. of living adjustment. Oh, 3.2% averaging more than $50 extra each month. <laughs> Yay. Mm. Well, it's better than nothing. Right, but it is nothing because what happens is... <laughs> Inflation is higher than the... Because cola. what happens is, here's the math. Uh, the to uh, they took an example of somebody who was getting about $135 more a month. And then they said, here's what happens. Medicare Part B monthly increase is, is $20. Okay, well, it's $10 per person, so it's $10. The drug plan's increase is $25.70. The Medicare supplemental increase is $10 more. That means out of the $135 monthly increase, uh, a couple would keep about $53.60 but the deductible on their drug rose $60, so? They're $5 down. $7 out. Yeah, yeah. You forgot the additional waste disposal fees. <laughs> 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 so basically, you know, uh, Social Security, you can't depend on it, but you can, you, you, but you can depend that uh, our politicians are doing very little to make it real for a lot of people who are living in Social Security. By the way, Social Security is the only annuity. People don't understand this. This is an annuity. You've been paying into this annuity since yeah. you started working, right? So it's the and and the annuity is paying off. Hopefully, and we want that insurance company to be solvent until I retire and I need to collect everything. Yes, yeah. that's we true. We don't care about you. Oh, thank you, Pramod. You're so sweet. <laughs> One more thing, I, I I wanted to point out. We did a story, by the way, on uh, this young man, Yuvi Agarwal. Remember him? Yes. Yuvi Agarwal is a young 13-year-old 13, 13 kid or something. Yes. And he, is, uh, he's, he came up with an in initiative called Wild Tunes. He actually plays music for animals at shelters. Correct. We had him on the radio about uh, a month ago. So mm -hmm. 
And he, the program that he's got, uh, they, they it's called on Saturday, November the 18th, there was a free concert, which is today. Uh, no, it's next week. I'm sorry. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. It's called Melodies of Gratitude. It will be bef uh, benefiting Houston Pets Alive. And it's going to be held at the Resurrection MCC 2025 West 11th Street at 4 p.m. And they will feature many other uh, um, performers, including Nritya Kalp Kalpna, a contemporary dance school, will be also performing. Rohan Agarwal will be there. He's the sixth grader and pianist. He's the one we're talking about. Uh, so be sure to go there, and uh, it's called Wild Tunes. That's his initiative. You can actually s Google it on YouTube on yeah, Wild Tunes. Yeah, he has a website. Yep. Can you imagine a 13-year-old has a website that gets more hits than we do? <laughs> At that age, we didn't know how to wipe our noses. <laughs> and it also shows we have room to grow, Jawahar. Don't worry. Right, right. But, uh, well, so... We we need to move on to see if our next guests are coming in the door. Let me go yeah. give, give a call. You know, we mentioned the dia that were uh, put put on fifty one ghats in Ayodhya, along the Sharyu River, and you know that temple is uh, uh, almost built, so it will be inaugurated uh, sometime next year. Wow. That took, what, about uh, five years now or yeah, ten? something like that. Since they started. Yeah. I was looking for an article. I saw a WhatsApp post, and this is true. Uh -huh. uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, talking and blessing this uh, girl mm -hmm. who does not have both her arms oh, wow. and used her leg and uh, teeth. To, uh, in the archery competition, and she won a gold medal. Oh, yeah. And it was just fascinating to see that the accomplishment of this individual. Sure. Um, I, I can't use the word handicap, but at least challenged, physically yeah, yeah. challenged. Yeah, yeah, physically challenged. And she was able to achieve that feat. It, yeah. it was quite, quite amazing. Quite an amazing yeah. achievement. Yeah, some of the people who are uh, hand, uh, physically challenged in uh, one way or the other, now they accomplish uh, great things, like they participate in tennis, and they uh, archery is one of the well-known examples. So, so many things that they can actually do. And if you this recall in the Olympics, the South African athlete who uh, ran with a prosthetic. Correct. And yeah. I think he came to the finals, if yes, I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So right, but he was, he was also the one who got convicted of murdering his girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> All right. And he's, he's spending the rest of his life in jail. Okay. So he Two was sides. capable of murdering someone despite having <laughs> physical challenges. Challenges. And despite <laughs> being an Olympian. Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, we do have our next guests on the phone. They were going to be coming in, but they're really busy with a client right now. And you'll find out more why they are so busy because uh, the, they deal in very... Um, hard to find the luxurious items. Uh, carpets. Carpets, rugs, and oriental rugs on that. So we do have uh, uh, Omana Abraham on the line. We'll be going to her very shortly after the commercial break. Uh, so promote uh, the... I just wanted to point out one more time that uh, the, the special session, the fourth special session of the legislature is coming into play very shortly. 
and it is uh, it, it's trying to breathe some life into a, a dead bill. It seemed like a dead bill for the, the vouchers. The governor is dead set about getting vouchers to the wealthy, $10,400 per child. Yeah, and he has already said that he won't uh, support any funding for public schools until the vouchers are also... Right, he's trying uh, every which way to, in order to, pl to please his benefactors. Yes. Which is the, some oil billionaires in, uh, who are the, uh, funding his, uh, his efforts, and also Dan Patrick's. But anyway, that just goes to show what kind of leadership we can get for our money. So I have a personal <laughs> question then. Since my kids don't go to school, and I, can I get that voucher and give it to charity to somebody who's in need? No, you cannot. No. Maybe but you could, you could adopt a couple of rich kids. Couple of, adopt a couple of rich kids? <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, but yeah, it might go directly to the school for tuition. And mm. other purposes. Yeah, no, there, there's. This is something that is worthwhile looking at. And of course, what gets everybody at this point is, these these guys are already elected. They're already in office. They're already doing this. You can't do nothing. That is true. You you can protest all you want. You can cry and scream and go to the legislature and be in the thump 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 on the desk, but you're not doing anything. At a local that's level, why I think a lot of people don't vote. Well, that's why we should vote now. Yeah, yeah going I into know. runoffs and all that, right? This is yeah. more a reason why people should enfranchise their vote. So to that's speak. correct. And with that note, we're going to go to enfranchising a sponsored break. <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> and after the commercial break, we'll be joined in by Sam and Omana Abraham, who are a delightful couple. You love this story, so don't go away. This is Indo American News. <laughs> Masala Radio. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. Now available at all India Bazaar store locations in Dallas. Amerijuve Black Friday Specials for body contouring, cool sculpting, buy one, get one free. For laser hair removal, full body, $14.99 with lifetime guarantee included. Black Friday Specials valid until November 14th. Don't just imagine the results, get them at Amerijuve. Call Amerijuve at 713-960-6262 for a location near you. Amerijuve.com. Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only 
quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, indoamericannews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Uh, thank you, Jawahar, and uh, welcome back, listeners. Uh, I'm very honored to introduce Omana and Sam Abraham. They arrived in Houston in 1973 with a plan to return to India after completing their further studies in business and law. Sam was a practicing lawyer with a legal focus on international collaborations and finance, and Omana taught in Delhi University at the time. Both didn't plan a long stay in the U.S., but God has a better plan for them. Many a time what we plan may be different than what happens. The Abrahams believe this is the time when prayer and dedication to doing something uh, best at what you're doing can make a difference. They started their company by importing drugs from India in 1974 and opened up retail stores in the Post Oak area and in 2014 in West University. While many people have come and gone in the oriental drug business, next year the Abraham's Rugs will celebrate their 50 years in Houston. And Sam is the only qualified member of the International Society of Appraisers, ISA, in Houston. Welcome, Sam and Omana. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on your radio show. Well, it, the pleasure is all ours, Omana. So uh, we were looking forward to having you with us, but uh, you got tied up with a client. That's right. So I am the. I am going to be your uh, sole person to interview. Oh. And had to go with the clients to their house oh okay. no no wait a minute let's that that wasn't part of the 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 uh, the deal that we were struck we're gonna miss him <laughs> actually i got all dressed up to come over there and uh, then he called and said oh no i have to go <laughs> oh my gosh I mean, so is this is this fairly typical when you when you're doing a deal uh that you have to go and measure the the room or look at things well, you know then the the, the, they I picked out a couple of very nice uh, pieces that are uh, they are very particular about wanting very fine pieces, and uh, you know, and uh, so we always suggest that they should try them in the room and see if it fits before they pay for it. So essentially, yeah. you're saying that Sam took a crew with him and took the rug with him to to put yeah. in their house. That's right. How about that? Yeah. That yeah. kind of yeah. service, you don't find that kind of service very many places. Yeah, and yeah. also... You know, you're right. But, you know, uh, once you have a client in our business, 
they are a lifetime friends, they are lifetime clients, and their family is our clients then. You know, so we do everything possible we can yeah, and to make uh, it comfortable for them. You that's know? true. And Omana, I remember that uh, uh, your company will buy back any rug that you sold, and also right. you provide cleaning. We provide cleaning, we provide repair, appraisal for, uh, you know, what the retail value is today for something you bought 50 years ago, or what is the insurance value uh, that you need to insure it for. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people have, you know, damages that happen to their home or office, and if they don't have a good insurance included, then, uh, you know, it, it becomes difficult to replace valuable right. things you know well okay for those of you uh, the people who are new to Houston or maybe they haven't really visited your 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 stores uh, I want to point out we're talking about oriental rugs mm. rugs that are made in India primarily right uh, India Iran Turkey right. Pakistan okay Afghanistan and a few from China. So, Omana, this is uh, Sridhar sitting in Persanchali. I have a question for yeah. you. Um, okay. I'm very new to the rug uh, industry, except one time in Iran, I bought a kilim and brought it home. That was in the mid-90s. Mm -hmm. What okay. are the different kinds of material rugs are made other than the synthetic machine-made rugs that sell at Walmart and maybe Pottery Barn? And uh, yeah. what materials do you recommend for different uses? Oh, yeah. Kilim is the flat weave rug that you bought. Normally, you can use both sides of the rug and then have it cleaned when it is dirty. And normally, kilims are made out of wool. And uh, sometimes you can find them in silk. In Iran especially, they are uh, used for, you know, in internal use of Persian families. They hang them on the wall with silk on it and with animals things like that as a decoration you know so you can and make uh, it with wool silk and uh, what other I imagine. Co uh, you can uh, have met metals like gold silver or you can intertwine them the, you can weave uh -huh. the, the gold and silver into this into it yes yeah. Yeah. So is uh, very famous to have done a lot of gold and uh, silver in rugs unfortunately they don't make that anymore you know this has become very very rare to find to buy uh, okay so, yeah so do you uh, so I, we jumped the gun just a little bit because what I was trying to establish is that that the business that the Abrahams are in is oriental rugs but but they've been they started this off with uh, in 1974 by importing rugs from India right correct yes and that was your idea wasn't it Omana uh, yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jawahar was establishing behind every successful man there is a woman. In this case, the woman started it all. No. Oh, I don't know about that. But no, no. Very, it's uh, very fortunate that, uh, you know, it happened. No, uh, but, but you started yeah. off with rugs from the south part from of India? India? From south no, part no, of in Benares? Uh, yeah, Benares, Agra, Jaipur. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, one of my friends wanted to have three, four rugs. Oh. Uh, so she told me, Omana, can you get me some rugs in this? And they wanted to have actually dirty rugs. Ah. I said, uh, 
what? Very well, we use it for outside the door. You want to put it inside the house? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so we got the wool one that uh, she could use it inside the house. Uh-huh. And then I brought in a few uh, nice Persian rugs, you know, made in India, uh, along with it. And uh, they were a hit, no skip, because my quality was, you know, something that they haven't seen that much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so they appreciated. And, uh, and then they took the rugs over to different stores to find out right. how much they should pay. <laughs> so nice. I found that I was asking very reasonable uh, price for it. And so, uh, you know, they, they went out, you know, the same way. Uh, next shipment came for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, slowly but surely, hard work and, you know, being sure that I'm buying the best for somebody's money, you know, so, so you spend $1,000. So, I'm gonna... make sure that you get for at least $1,200 right. or $1,500, not $500. So, so what is what is a, a, a person walking into your store, how would you educate them what is a good quality rug? What should one well, look you for? Know, when they walk into the showroom, usually they look at, uh, we have some of the best rugs hanging on the wall because many people consider our gallery as an art gallery also. So yeah. they come in just to see what the rug looked like. Right. So and uh, once we well, know uh, they uh, want something. Umana, I just wanted to, uh, I, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute because for people who are not familiar with this, their store in West University, which is off of Bartlett Street, I think, Bartlett and Kirby, so mm-hmm. it is one of the, it is really something to go see because mm-hmm. it is, it is like Umana is saying, it's like going into a museum itself. You got rugs mm-hmm. all over the place plus furnishings. Yeah, and Omana, how do you differentiate between rugs? Is it the number of knots per inch, something like that? Yeah, that is one factor out of many. Okay. The the the, the uh, you know there are also different grades of material, wool, uh-huh. many grades of wool, yes. many grades of silk. So most of our rugs are either wool or silk or a combination of the two. And so, there is also type of weave makes a difference, is it? That's right. And, and there are three, two or three things. One is the construction of the the rug, which we call the knots. You can have uh, 30 knots, uh, 100 knots, 200 knots. Uh, you can have 500 knots. Some, you know, rarely you see one that has over a thousand knots. But there are a thousand okay. knots per per what? Per square inch. Per inch. Per square inch. Per square inch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. The Persian measurement is not by square inch. It's like the length of a cigarette. Oh, I see. The length of a cigarette yeah. is about two and a half, three inches. Uh-huh. In one direction. Okay. Yeah. That's what. Uh, so yeah, the knot. Rugs are made on a horizontal level, not vertically. I see. So in, in about three or four inches, they get a thousand knots. That's a lot? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a lot. You can uh, very few people can do that. It takes extremely co- uh, trained and very fine, very fine weaver to do two, yeah. three, over 200 knots. You know, 300 uh-huh. and up is uh, exclusive because it has to be very fine, fine, fine yarn and fine details. Well, would, would a rug like that, would that be able to wear and, and last for a long time? 
Oh yeah, very long time. The more tighter the weave is, yeah. the pile becomes very tight. There mm. is very little space for dust or dirt to settle into it. Ah. So you can brush it out very easily every day if you wanted to. You don't need to vacuum it often because they are very fine. It won't get. It's not going to have dirt into yeah. it. You know, it's the dust that's uh, uh, normally in a house that settles on top. And uh, uh, Omana, uh, hmm. when uh, some of us go to visit uh, different cities in uh, uh, India, like Jaipur, uh, hmm. you know, whoever takes you around always takes you to a rug shop. <laughs> yes, and, that's true. Uh, <laughs> is it a good idea to buy there, or it's better to buy locally, right, here? Uh, well, I would say, unless you have a family member that's in business uh -huh. and want to make uh, find you some nice pieces and, uh, you know, uh, and get you some very good prices, then uh, you should, of course, you know, use that opportunity. But everybody else sells pretty much similar prices as, is the state, uh -huh. and you don't get the selection that you know we have between uh, fifteen thousand to eighteen thousand rugs on stock wow. at all times. Wow, so that's a large so inventory. Rarely you ever see in India any one shop having that kind of selection. You know, uh, um, so uh, there's there's been uh, I mean uh, rugs the kind of rugs that you're talking about. Uh, are luxury, luxury items, and there's been a rash of of stores that have been closing down. There's a there's uh, there was a store Baghdad. Nazars was one. Uh, Nazars was one on yeah. on Fountain View, and there's another one that's been advertising recently about closing down. Why? What is happening here? Is there just a lack of interest for people to buy Oriental rugs? Well, a lot of uh, it is, uh, you know, um, the there was a shift in the um, the rug uh, sales during the COVID time, mm -hmm. and then uh, you know people went more and more wanting to have very minimalistic look. Young people wanting to look have rugs that have barely any design in it, and Persian rugs and Oriental rugs usually is about a story, that they are weaving a story into a rug. Right. That told the story of a family, their tradition, and the traditions they brought into a family. So young people, unfortunately, many of them don't care what it says. Right. They just want some plain carpeting that's cut up. Right. Um, they, you know, so that... So, yeah. The lifestyle uh, has changed, uh, you're saying, right? Yeah. The way I have one quick question. Okay. Uh, I know people use the word oriental rug, which orient in my mind is more of the uh, on uh, East, Far East Asia, but we still use that. That apart, my uh, uh, Pramod mentioned earlier about people going to India, they get taken to the different stores in Jaipur. I myself, uh, mm -hmm. my grandfather was uh, uh, in the South. Uh, uh, yeah. you, I'm sure you've heard of Salem, Erode, and all those places where, yeah. they, where they have handloom carpet weaving, which is a big oh, yes. thing. Uh -huh. What is the right. difference between the two when we say a carpet and a rug? Okay. Handloomed rugs there are. Okay. They are not knotted. Okay. That is the Oriental difference. Oriental rugs or Persian rugs are normally a hand knotted between warp threads and weft threads. 
Uh, I will insert okay. thread between the warp thread yes. and tie a knot, and okay. then you firm it up with a weft that goes across. Okay. So it will never come out. Come out. Uh, my yeah. rug, the one I have at home, is 85 years old with exactly the original dye, and it's wow. still usable. And I oh. keep that as a memory from my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. You are among the very fortunate people because many people don't have anything. This is what uh, the younger generation need to see. Um, I ha We had the opportunity to clean and repair a rug for a very well-known person in town, Dr. Tour, that is the head of the nanotechnology for Rice University. Uh -huh. I see. Uh -huh. And he had inherited a huge rug from his father. Mm -hmm. Because the, his father used to live in Iran. Mm -hmm. So when they migrated to America, they brought that along, and then he passed away, and he didn't know what to do with this. So he came over and brought the rugs for us to see, and uh, the rug is worth, uh, you know, like a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a and great he story. Was willing to get rid of it since he doesn't well, know what to do with it, he would have taken any amount yeah. that somebody offered. So it's right. a legacy, legacy. Yeah, and Omana, if somebody looked at it and said, oh "My gosh, I'm not going to give this to anybody. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to keep it." <laughs> yeah, Omana, uh, if if somebody wants to buy a rug, how should they contact you? Well, well, well wait a minute, wait a minute. We we're going to have Omana with us for another ten minutes after oh, the okay. commercial break. Oh, okay. So Omana, we're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly. I don't want to cut you off very sh uh, right away. Oh, okay. Sure. But but yeah. don't don't folks. We're talking to Omana. Abraham, she's the 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 smashing uh, <laughs> lady at Abraham's Oriental Rugs, uh, and you're usually at the the store in on Westview, right? Uh, well, not really. I am home here at Westheimer uh, um, at uh, uh, Bering. The, the Bering and Westheimer store is opening now only by appointment. Oh, I see. And uh, yeah. Because uh, this labor market has become very tight to find uh, employees to stay and uh, work. I see. So uh, most of the employees are staying at our retail store here at uh, Westheimer, 5801 so, Westheimer. So, Amana, uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Okay. Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Making Pao Bhaji, Vada Pao, or Anda Pao tonight. Veggies, Anda, Masala, Chutney to Samja. Lekin Pao Acha Hona Chahiye. Get the best Pao and sandwich bread made from scratch in Houston only from Hot Breads. Hot Breads Pao melts in your mouth. Mumbai ki yaad dila dega. Don't forget fresh made veg and non veg snacks, croissants, puffs, mini pizzas, and delicious pastries and cookies. Hot Breads on Hillcroft at Harvin. 713 785 1212. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM. Every Saturday, 3 to 6. 
SPM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Umana Abraham about uh, Abraham's Oriental Rugs. And uh, she was telling us about her, their location. Umana, you were saying that the, the location on West University on Bartlett is only open on, uh, by appointment? Mostly open by appointment, yes. I see. And uh-huh. the, the other location is at Bering at Westheimer? Bearing at Westheimer. This is open every day except on Sunday. I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. And, and but we do a lot of rug cleaning and repair service and uh, also appraisal at the store. I see. Uh, with all the winter storm and every kind of uh, wow. uh, water damage that happens, insurance companies call and they want to hear what do they have. Is it worth repairing? Uh, is it worth keeping? Is it, uh, you know, what should they do with it? So, uh, fortunately, Sam uh, and has a great deal of experience uh, in uh, evaluating rug for the, um, you know, government and insurance companies. So oh, he is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I see that you have that he is the only qualified member of the International Society of Appraisers in Houston. Uh, That's w- right. w- when uh, I'm, I'm assuming we do appraisals on uh, rugs that are probably... A very high value. Yes, certainly. No, no, every value, any value from <laughs> okay. five hundred dollars and upwards, oh, okay. or even less. And what it would they typically? People don't know what they have. Yeah, like that's a, true. They may have a legacy rug, and they don't know. But yeah. now, now so suppose there is a rug that has damaged. Suppose some uh-huh. moth uh, has eaten a hole in the rug. Can you? Are there rug repair people here in Houston? Yeah, Omana. Yes, Omana. Yeah. We yeah. have been trained. Uh, staff here that uh, will uh, fix uh, uh, where the missing threads are. They will leave that back. Uh, depending so, on the intricacy, it might take, you know, we have to find somewhat matching material, the wool, because mm-hmm. after you use, uh, it may not be the same color as original wool. So you have to sort of find the wool or silk to so, match. Yes, we do a very intricate uh, work. But you don't ship it back to Iran or India to get it fixed. No, no, you get it done yeah, It doesn't justify the cost of that. And uh, if you send it, they, you know, uh, we don't know when it will come back. So uh, that's uh, true. this means that there is a group of well-trained rug repair people, artisans, artisans yeah. in in Houston. Then, yes, uh-huh. just a hand, not many. Yeah, a few because. Most of them have worked with us for over 20 years. Ah. Yeah. So we, and, and we keep them, that, you know, and uh, so um, then so occasionally we get somebody that we don't have and we find somebody that can do. And we also do even uh, rugs that are from the museum. You know, we have restored uh, fine arts museum rugs. Ah, uh, I see. And the other, other, you know, very important uh, facilities have our rugs and also we have restored them. Yeah, just any rug that 
like a lot of people lose their fringe because it gets in the vacuum cleaner. Yes, yes. So yes. they'll repair the fringe. Um, it's like thirty dollars on a linear foot if we, you know, close out an area with a new fringe. And then if it is a handmade fringe, then you know it, it is more. And so depending on the value of the rug, so if the rug is not a very valuable rug, we are not going to put a lot of money into it repairing. It will right. be usable. Yes. And so it depends on the, you know what do you have right. that need the repair. You know? Correct. Omana, you, you must have a website that people can go to. And also, can you give out your phone number? Yes, our website is uh, abrahamsrugs.com. And we have uh, very many testimonies of uh, testimonials of clients on our website that have used us for uh, rug cleaning and repair, along with also purchase of rugs. So it is abrahamsrugs.com with a plural. Abrahamsrugs.com. Okay. And the phone number, I think, is 713-963-0980? Correct. Right. And, and you're located... At Bering at Westheimer most of the time, but then... Most of the time. Or if they are needing for us to pick up the rugs, we have a pickup and delivery services, uh, a fee-based service available to go and pick up. And uh, right. uh, after cleaning, and can be delivered it back. And just uh, for our audience sake, uh, there are lots of people with different budgets. What kind of budget range are we looking at? If some, so that they don't get intimidated, they're going well, to get no, walk the, into. A, of course, that depends on the size of the rug. Understood, and, but uh, and we, and can company okay, come I mean, in and buy a thousand dollar rug at your place, or is it starts at five thousand? Depends on the size. I okay. mean, just like we were saying a little while ago, rug can be uh, thirty knots, fifty knots, hundred, two hundred, five hundred. Okay. So. What is it that they want the size if their budget is only $1,000? And then it has to be a small rug in order for it to be a good rug. Good right. Rug. Okay. Umana, yeah. we've only got a couple of minutes left, but I, wanted, I'm, I really want to ask you this one question. Okay. Do you have a memory of you, what's your best memory of a rug that you may have sold or a client that took one? Oh, uh, well, the, uh, each rug we have sold is <laughs> profound and wonderful, and the people, and you know, are they love it. I rarely ever have one client even say, oh, I don't want your rug, you yeah, know. Yeah, your uh, rugs are at, uh, in the homes of many of the rich and famous, famous in Houston, yeah. so that's yeah, why I was wondering. A celebrity yeah, or... Yeah, it's famous and uh, regular, you know, the, uh, from Jeff Bezos, uh, to George Bush, to school teachers, and the radio broadcasters. TV hosts. Want to have a good rug, you know. Uh, uh, you cannot expect uh, like a large rug for a thousand dollars. That's true. That's true. It's and labor intense. Yeah, and person uh, makes only twelve inches per day. That's yes, true. Wow. Right, yeah, yeah. Handmade Omana, rugs, especially. Handmade. Uh, any of uh, your girls uh, following in the business? Yes, we have uh, one daughter that is a designer that works with us. Oh, she wonderful. Has, uh, design rugs for uh, designers and architects. Is that uh, and for just Elizabeth? Customers. Um, she puts the color together and the sizes, and then she has it made in India or in Nepal, um, you know, within a budget that. Uh, client will say 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut you off here. We're almost at the end of the uh, oh. the hour, oh. and now we, we have two daughters involved. Right. Oh, that's great. That's good, wonderful. Good great. to hear. Good. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you. No, no, thank audience. you for Certainly. coming on with us. Once again, we've been talking to Amano Abraham from Abraham's Oriental Rugs. If you need to reach them, as I am hoping you do, uh, the number is called 713-963-0980 and ask for Amana or one of the Amana, uh, Amana's daughters. And their names are? Annie and Elizabeth. Right. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Amana, and all the best okay. to you and, and also you. to Sam. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 So we're going to a commercial break, folks. We'll be right back. No, I thought we were going to a commercial break. We've already gone to a commercial break. Yeah. I always get mixed up when we do these things. Yeah, because you have 30-minute uh, slots. Right, right, right. So we're not going to a commercial break. We're actually going to break my, uh, my, my concentration here. <laughs> yeah, why don't you get... Uh, uh, the next guest. The next guest is already on the line. Uh, yeah, so let me start with Shridhar the Shridhar is going to talk about her. Uh, our next guest is uh, Surupa Shah. She's a mechanical engineer by profession and is currently working as an assistant professor at Texas A&M University. She started her professional career with the energy industry, working for the oil well cementing R&D, and her research focuses on CFD, and applied mathematics. I'm going to ask her what CFD stands for. But yeah. in addition to her acad academic role, Dr. Shah actively contributes to various professional associations. She serves as the chair for the OTC Young Professionals Networking event and is on the board for OTC WISE program. She's also an active member of ASME OTC committee and is currently serving as a session chair for the OTC 2024. She played a pivotal role as an executive committee member in successfully organizing the inaugural Houston 2025 and Beyond Conference in 2015. Since 2014, she has been an engaged member of IIT AGH and has served on the executive committee as the secretary, vice president, and now the president, demonstrating her commitment to the organization. Additionally, she holds an active role as a board member contributing her skills and insights to the growth and success of IIT AGH. In addition to IIT AGH, she is also actively serving as the chair for networking and outreach for IIT 2024 Global Conference and has been an active volunteer for the sponsorship team for the IIT 2020 Global Conference. Welcome to the show, Dr. Surupa Shah. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Thank you, Jawaji, uh, for having me on uh, board and giving me the opportunity. Thank you. Well, we, we appreciate you taking the time to, to be with us. Uh, I know this is the Diwali season, and I know that you have many uh, engagements this evening, as, as many of us do also. But happy Diwali to you, and thank you for, for joining us, uh, especially thank since uh, uh, the IIT is going to be holding a walkathon. Is it right? At Lost Creek Park next Sunday, Sunday the 19th? Yes, we will be hosting our annual picnic, which is a flagship event. Uh -huh, picnic. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be an, our annual picnic on November 19th at Lost Creek Park from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Right, uh, and I've been to the the picnic before, and it's really a lot of fun. They do uh, yeah. they do some uh, 
music programs, they do other stuff, you know, it's really well worth going, and the food is great. Yes. Mm -hmm. So our focus for this year's picnic is going to be on Bollywood trivia, games, and definitely the delicious food. So if so, anyone wants to go there, do they have to register? They do have to register. There is a registration link uh, up on our Facebook as well as on LinkedIn. And I've been sending to, uh, emails to all the IPHH members. But those of you who are not yet member of our community, feel free to use the registration link posted in our LinkedIn and Facebook pages. Uh, I see. So you should uh, go to, what is the, the, the website? Uh, it it's, isn't on our website, but it's on Facebook, our social media pages. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yes. But uh, in, uh, even if you uh, haven't registered earlier, you can come directly and register at the event as well. There's going see. to be live registrations is, on the day of the event as well. Do, is there a fee for joining? Yes, it's $20 for adult, and if you're a student, uh, the student discount, uh, is, with the student discount, you get it for $15. Okay. Okay, well, that, I mean, that is and next Sunday, the, the 19th, by the way. Oh. Yes, children come for free. Ah, okay, that's that's great, that's great. So... So, so now, yeah, yeah go, uh, go right ahead. You want to ask the I, question? Yeah, I want to ask the, the one question here. I see, Dr. Shah, you, you are the OTC uh, chair for the OTC Young Professionals Networking event. So but when I came to this country and started my career in the oil and gas business in the 90s, there was a huge uh, vacuum of uh, engineers in the oil business because they were starting to move on to computer science and uh, different disciplines and so there was these experienced professionals with 20 30 years experience or college grads who are just starting but nothing in between has that changed do we see a good flux of uh, good movement of competent experienced engineers in the business now i think we do especially because right now nobody is trying to get a very specified skill set people are trying to get gain skill sets that are transferable to, uh, to a multitude of applications. So uh, we have seen people, from, like the flux, like you said, is from different um, age groups, different from um, early to mid-level uh, career uh, uh, people, as well as who have been in this business for 30 to 40 years. So our idea for the young professional event is to encourage the young professionals uh, for the offshore industry, say, uh, making them uh, feel confident that their job prospects are great in this business. Despite the fact um, that a lot of yeah. manufacturing is going overseas still in the oil and gas industry. Yes. Right? That and then uh, renewables and solar and wind are mm -hmm. coming into play. Well, yeah. but we're talking about oil and gas. We need to talk about IIT. IIT, okay. Okay, so the, uh, now, Surupa is the president of the IIT's, uh, um, the Houston chapter uh, for this year. Uh, and then in addition to this particular event on uh, next Saturday, next Sunday, the 19th, you're also preparing yeah. for the, the Pan-IIT Global Conference in Washington, D.C., right? Yes, we are. We are um, gearing up for our, our, our global conference that happens 
uh, a couple of years. It's not an annual conference. It happens always a couple of years. It's organized by Pan IIT USA. And uh, it's going to be held in Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center at Washington, Mm -hmm. D.C. from 12th to 14th of January. Uh, It's the Martin Luther King weekend, and uh, we have an excellent lineup of speakers um, from Arvind Krishna uh, to Sal Khan to uh, Ashwini Vaishnav and Nirupama Menon. So we have an excellent lineup of speakers which would like uh, people from Houston also to participate um, in terms of leadership for the conference. Viti Bindra, who is an active member of uh, our IITHH community and me, myself, we both are uh, chairs for that particular conference. I'm chairing the network and outreach, and Viti is the overall conference chair for the IIT 20, uh, 2024 Global Conference. Right, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, about 10 years ago, the conference was held in Houston, right? Yes, the 2013 Global Conference was held in Houston and IIT is a very proud host of that conference because we've had a very, very successful conference with, I think, um, a record turnout of yes. 100 people. Right, right. Yeah. I remember. At that time, we were, we were, we were limited in, in the number of IITs. I think there were uh, seven to nine IITs at that point. Now we have um, 23 IITs. So what? we expect even a bigger turnout. So... Uh, Okay, do you have to be an IITian in order to join yeah. the IIT? Yeah. Absolutely not. It is meant for all. The conference is meant for all. Everybody uh, is welcome to attend. Uh-huh. Uh, it is not specific to the IITians only. Uh, it welcomes IITians as well as their friends, families, and anybody who wishes to participate. Uh, so, Sarupa, uh, so, 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 hold on, hold on a minute. We're going to yeah. go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Oh, okay. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. May the shimmering diyas of Diwali and the sparkling Maharaja diamond shine this festive season of joy and victory. This Diwali, Aziz and Sumaya Malik wish you lots of happiness and prosperity. Happy Diwali. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. कदर किसी की सिर्फ बोल कर ही नहीं की जाती क्योंकि चमक से पता चल ही जाता है हीरा कभी खुद नहीं कहता वो कितना चमकता है 
Maharaja Jewelers for when love is to be expressed, not said. Sachche pyar ka sachcha tofa. Five eight two one Hillcroft seven one three seven eight four five six seven three. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. सुबह से कितने हिंट दे रही हूँ मैं आज क्या है तुम्हें कुछ भी याद नहीं याद कैसे नहीं पहले इसको देखो डायमंडस ये हीरे नहीं मेरा प्यार है ये कहते हैं दस साल के बाद आज भी तुम्हारे इश्क का बुखार है ओह आई लव यू डायमंड नेकलेसेस बाय महाराजा जूलर्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ सुने हाथों को कितना सुंदर कर गई देखो मेरी उंगलियां कैसे सवर गई मुझे आज तक जो कोई कैद नहीं कर सका वो काम ये हीरे की अंगूठी कर गई। लेट द लव शाइन फॉरएवर। डायमंड एंगेजमेंट रिंग्स बाय महाराजा ज्वेलर्स। फाइव एट टू वन हिलक्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ। Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking to Sarupa Shah. She's the president of the IIT of Greater Houston, the local chapter, and we're talking about the events that they're planning. They're planning a uh, picnic on on uh, on November nineteenth, uh, Sunday at Lost Creek Park. And uh, in Sugarland, and also the, she's talking about the Pan IIT twenty twenty four global conference that will be held in Washington D.C. January twelfth through the fourteenth. Um, and apparently, you don't need to be an IATian in order to do any of this stuff. Which asks begs the question, Sarupa, are you an IATian? Yes, I'm mm -hmm. an IATian. From which IIT? I, I graduated from IIT Kharagpur. Oh, oh I see. Nice. Okay, but you said the IIT. Chapter or uh, system has grown from seven to twenty-three in India, right? Yes. Now, like um, I remember in I, in twenty thirteen when the conference was hosted here in Houston, there there weren't this many IITs. Since then, we've grown. The number, the current number is twenty-three. That much I know. So, so um, well, but then as as Sridhar was asking me, he said, "What does that mean? Do you?" Does that uh, dilute the value of the IIT brand? No, it is only probably catering to the needs, the current yeah. needs of the right. uh, ever-growing population in my country. Right. I, I think so the question was a little bit. The, yeah. Yeah. Question was a little bit different in terms of when we were growing up uh, in India. IIT Madras had a spe specific specialty. Kharagpur had a, a, a focus areas which IIT specialized, and they were the best in that in the country. With 23, is that still the case, or there's like group of uh, IITs that are focused on computer science and groups on mechanical engineering? 
I would like to believe that uh, because right now there are 23 IITs all over India, right, from Tirupati to probably... Uh, so one in, in almost every state. Right. Yeah, I think one that was the idea. every state. I think what, in terms of speciality, if you are trying to say specialization or focus area, would be based on the resources found in those particular states, where they would try to, um, I mean, gauge the potential of the state resources and make the most out of it in terms of any engineering discipline. Is that because... So is I think are globally recognized for their excellence in engineering and technology and in education as well. So I think okay. they're going to put in their efforts based on what's best uh, found or could be harnessed yeah. in a particular state. That's Each state to its own. You, you bring up an interesting question that it's state's resources. It was at least... To my knowledge, in the public domain, I thought it was all government of India setting up IITs. How are states uh, getting involved in this? No, they're not. They're not? No. They're not getting involved. They're not getting involved as such. But if I were, uh, let's say, uh, in IIT Madras, there would be an opportunity to work with ocean engineering and naval architecture ah, because I am okay. very close to the coast. Okay. So, so that's what I meant. All right, thank you. And uh, is the selection still by the joint entrance exam? Uh, yes, there yeah. is a joint entrance exam. Uh, I remember when I wrote the exam, uh, there used to be a screening process and then an, a J mains exam. But I guess there is only one exam right now. Right. But uh, don't hold me to that. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, I know that there is only one J exam, joint so, entrance exam. So can kids here? apply for IIT? I know, th I've heard stories where people go to medical schools in India and uh, get the degree. Um, I'm not very well informed on that, but okay. when I was in IIT as a student, there used to be a quota for students right. who were not Indian citizens. citizens correct. Yeah, but mostly so they I, ended up I being Malaysian citizens or Nigerian citizens. <laughs> yeah, I've had friends actually... Uh, in who weren't from India. Well, okay, so, uh, uh, so changing the subject just a little bit because we've only got maybe a couple of minutes left. Um, so, Rupa, tell us, how, do you have an idea how many IITians are here in the U.S.? How many? Yeah. Um, the PAN-IIT reaches out to 3,000 subscribers, mm. uh, but I have a feeling it's more than that. Four, uh, actually, it's 4,000 subscribers. The Pan IIT USA, which, um, which encompasses all the IIT chapters in the various states of uh, USA. Right. So it's a safe bet that that not all of them are uh, yeah. counted here. So probably maybe that represents five. that that yeah, represents that, maybe five. The number is probably representative of the uh, of the major seven IITs, seven to uh, nine IITs that initially used to be there. So, the, the, so this could represent this could represent so, maybe fifteen to twenty percent of the the total IITians that are here in the U.S. Yes, I mean it's safe to uh, say that right now because now I'm sure all those twenty-three IITs, the new ones, the sixteen new IITs, they have graduated a couple of batches of students as well, who are probably everywhere in the world now right. contributing. Well, that's that's really uh, heartening to know, and we we're happy to see that everyone's doing uh, quite well in in the at least in the STEM areas. 
right? Yes. So, um, Dr. Shah, it was really a pleasure to. I'm I'm speechless. I don't know how to <laughs> how to, to move on it. from it. <laughs> no, but we're happy to have you with us uh, because uh, I I look forward to actually being at the picnic next Sunday. Yes. And, uh, and meeting up with everyone there. So uh, I'm, I'm always a little daunted by being around a lot of IITians. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how come I don't have IITians on my quiz show, by the way? Oh, you have to ask us. Ah, okay, now we did. No, we did. <laughs> yeah. We did. We need, we need three IITians for the quiz show next Saturday. You asked me, I, I'm here. Oh, okay, great, great. I'll get you more. Well, oh. she can't come and next Saturday because you, you have someone. You come to the picnic and ask yourself. Uh, so, actually, we need three... a very good platform to address uh, the majority of the IITians who are going to be here in Houston. Okay, okay. Well, we need three IITians to be on a quiz show for November 25th. Okay. So, if you can help find us, that would be great. We will see the intellectual yeah. prowess come over here. And make sure no science questions. <laughs> we will. Sarupa, <laughs> 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 thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to, to having some of you guys with us on the quiz show on November 25th. And uh, otherwise, I'll be seeing you on the 19th. Yes, thank you. And uh, on behalf of IITAGH, I want to extend. Uh, a joy, uh, extend wishes for a joyous Diwali filled with light, laughter, and prosperity. And please um, come and be part of the festivities as we gather on um, November 19th. Uh, we look forward to your uh, participation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank you much, and much. a happy happy Diwali to you too and happy your family. Happy Diwali, everyone. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank bye bye. All right, so now we're going on to the last 10 minutes of the program, and I think Pramod and, and Sridhar are all geared up to tell us more. Yes, uh, uh, the World Cup in India is moving forward very nicely. There were uh, two matches today. One uh, was uh, Australia beat uh, Bangladesh uh, 3.06 to 3.07, and so that's a tremendous achievement for Bangladesh to score 300 runs. And then in the second match, England uh, easily beat uh, Pakistan. Uh, England scored 337, and uh, uh, Pakistan scored 244 only, so they're out of the tournament. And then uh, there's a match tonight, uh, India versus Netherlands, but these matches don't have an effect have any on the table. No. So the top four teams that are going to be playing are India at the very top with 16 points, South Africa 14 points, uh, Australia 14 also, and New Zealand with 10 points. And the first match in the semifinals is between India and uh, uh, New, Zealand. New Zealand. On and Wednesday, right? Yes. And on Thursday, it will be uh, South Africa versus Australia in Calcutta. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so uh, those could be very tremendous matches. And uh, India sure still remain the favorites yeah, based th on their performance. Right. Uh, they're undefeated. So, uh, you know, you get a slight tingling as to whether the, that momentum will right, continue. continue. So there was an article I read, uh, Pramod, and mm -hmm. we won't take all the time just for cricket, is that if there is rain, 
Yeah. On the semifinals day, uh-huh. only for the semifinals, they do have a backup day. Oh, okay. Now, if both days get rained out, the better run rate team gets into the finals. Be. Yes. And India, if that happens, we are assured of going to the finals. Oh, okay. So that's a good uh, news to know, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. We'd rather have a good game. Game and, and win. win yeah. handily. So that would be So more who do important. you think is going to win South Africa versus Australia based on your... I think, uh, yeah. you know, Australia has great experience in winning. Mm-hmm. And South Africa uh, is y- usually, uh, they come second best. So I have a feeling that Australia, Australia will win. And it looks like in the last few games, Australia is picking up momentum. Right, yeah. They're peaking at the right time. Yes, and that bothers me from an India point of view. Yeah. If Australia comes in, my brother lived in Australia and played cricket there. Oh, okay. He says the one thing sure about any Australian team is the fighting spirit. Yeah. They just give their 100% fielding, batting, bowling at the right time. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we need to watch out. Well, now uh, India also, you know, uh, we get a lot of players from the rural areas and different parts of India, and there's lots of competition. Mm-hmm. So I think they do perform oh, at their peak. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think we also have gained this confidence and uh, and match of experience with the the likes of Virat Kohli and all they have good match experience so exactly let's uh, it'll be an exciting match either yeah, which yeah. way if india and australia come to the finals that's true hey, you, guys. you guys we have a caller who wants a big difference with you go ahead caller okay. yeah yeah so first of all if you guys remember 2019 world cup the semi finals were between india and new zealand correct and new zealand just won in a very small margin yes correct Right at that time, our bowling team were not as strong as the trio we have today. Agreed. So it, it's not going to be. It's going to be much more in the India favor to win the semi-finals. And like, uh, uh, if it's going to rain two days, they have the better run rate. They're going to win. But I think between South Africa and Australia, I, I agree with Pramod. I think Australia is going to win because they have a lot more. heavy hitters on that side compared to south africa right and south africa the weaker point is if the top two wickets drop they are stuck keep dropping right they don't That's have right. the depth in batting yeah they need correct. for correct. quentin decock to continue batting correct either correct. Uh, you know all said and done all the the best four teams have showed up without any surprises this correct. time yeah, yeah and, and and this is going to be certainly a, a road to redemption for india because they lost in new zealand in the last world cup in semi finals mm. so this better be like a better be a uh a, 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 a what do you call that get uh, the score settled yeah yeah, yeah right. score settled that settle the score yeah. if it comes to india and australia i think india will win over australia just because of the 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 strength that our bowling team exhibits you know today. i'll get you a box of dhanlakshmi laddu <laughs> if we win <laughs> yeah well th- thanks <laughs> from the movie <laughs> yeah. i don't know about dhanlakshmi laddu what is dhanlakshmi laddu no you should it's see the story, movie yeah. <laughs> rocky or rani ki no. prem kahani you'll see what dhanlakshmi laddu is <laughs> all right thank you caller for calling right, in happy yes, diwali yeah. to your crew thank okay. you thank you and, uh, Thank you. Thank Bye. you very much. And Bye-bye. enjoy cricket. And uh, uh, we have a few new movies that have come about. One is called Pippa.
and it's related to uh, a war experience. And uh, uh, what it is is a biographical war film which follows India's 45th Cavalry Regiment, uh, the Captain Balram Singh Mehta, and his siblings as they bravely fought in the Battle of Garipur on the Eastern Front during the Indo-Pakistani War of 1971. And the second movie is quite interesting. It's uh, uh, cricket-related. It's called, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's Hucus Bucus or Huckus Buckus. Mm, like Hocus uh, Pocus, it is Hocus Bucus. Yeah. <laughs> and what it is, is, it's set in Kashmir, and it's the story of a diehard Sachin Tendulkar fan and how his underdog cricket team wins a match that will help his father and his group build a temple. And mm -hmm. it's based on a 1999 uh, Kashmir movie uh, which follows uh, Pandit Radhesham and his Kashmiri Pandit group struggle to build a temple on their land. Mm. So, uh, so two interesting movies, movies that are new. And one of that is still cricket. So can I yeah. just add one more item for cricket? When sure, Virat sure. Kohli yes. scored a century uh -huh. that was got him to the level of Sachin Tendulkar. Right, with 49 yeah, centuries. He called out Sachin as to be his mentor, semi-god, who has been the force for him to become what it is. Sure. Now I saw some uh, 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 clips in Facebook where Sachin has called out Sunil Gavaskar Oh, as, as his god and how Sunil had treated him right, and encouraged right. him. So it's a fantastic legacy yeah, yeah, that these three greats have uh, brought into India from the 70s exactly. in the 53 years, right? And like what Newton said, it's uh, you're standing on the shoulders of giants. Yes, yes. Very heartwarming and the humility of these players. Correct. Uh, okay, now that we've got a minute and a half to go, one last chance at a movie. Which one should people go see this? Well, ho if the holiday season, uh, they should see Barbie. <laughs> I think there's a movie called Idiocracy. Uh -huh. I think it's really worthwhile seeing. Okay. It's, it's the Owen Brothers movie. Okay. And it's set in the future when uh, these two, this dumb guy, he's put to sleep and wakes up like a hundred years later. Smarter. And he's the smartest guy in the room because oh, everyone really? else has been going on social media so and going Darwin's crazy. Theory <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody has been dumbed down. Dumbed huh? down, dumbed down. All right, guys, okay. we're out of here. This is Indo-American News Happy Radio. Diwali. Happy Diwali. And yeah, happy Diwali to look, everyone. Look forward to seeing you next Saturday, same time, same place. And uh, happy, happy Veterans, Veterans Day, Day to all our veterans. Oh, yes, that's that too. Uh, and, uh, you know, be nice to everybody. And and next Saturday we have a quiz, right, Jawad? We have a quiz. Be nice to me and come over and, <laughs> and volunteer for the quiz. I will see you two weeks from now, Jawahar. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're, you're going to be out there in, da in Dallas. Dallas. All right, folks, this is uh, Jawahar. Uh, adios. Adios from Sridhar and Pramod. Take care. Bye. HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala.